they're probably praising uh daimon goes into such great detail you learn so much about the different seasons and the culture of japan and i'm such a weeb that i love this shit and i eat it all up so that when i finally go to japan i'm gonna know exactly what to order in which season it's probably why they like it i just felt deep pity in my soul for the people i know think exactly like what you, you just know mocked. there are people like that yeah, yeah the fact you, that they exist. you know them personally oh god Man, these adventures have been pretty fucking shit today. I hope we get some better uh, inventors into this room. Let the next person in. Hello, Shark. Uh, uh, hello. My name is Planchi, and today I bring you my prized invention. No. Okay. No. Okay, what is no? You see, Noel here is bowl perfected to hold any kind of noodle dishes with large amounts of soup. Uh, Noel has built-in strainer able to be separated by uh, lifting from bottom of bowl to keep noodles dry. See you here. See, I lift up and the noodles get separated. It is good to be able to take out and put in container to be kept, uh, you know, uh, put for safekeepings. Um, the, the name is not currently patented, but with your contributions of one million American dollars, I am positive <laughs> this dishware will do wonders. Okay. Before I invest in it, it sounds like a great idea, but uh, is this thing microwavable? Can I heat up my cold soup and noodles? Oh, no, absolutely not. This strainer is not uh, currently built with the capabilities of putting in uh, radiated microwave, but uh, the production is handled by my family. So uh, with a little bit more fundings, uh, I can make daughter and mother uh, utilize better equipment. Maybe we can find some uh, microwave safe materials. I feel for you and your family. You guys sound like you are hardworking yes. and very independent. But I need to see a microwave version of this bowl before I can invest. So I think I'm out. Thank you. I uh, I understand, <laughs> Shark. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Get the fuck out of my face. All right. Bring the next one in. Oh, uh, hi. Hi. Um, hello. Hello, sir. Um, I'd like to present my um, invention for today. Are you a user of e-cigarettes? Uh, actually, I am. And my wife, too. Excellent. Excellent. Well, a as you know, uh, they are on the market right now, and I have created mm -hmm. an invention called Hemovape. I have it right here. <laughs> now, for all of your um, for all your needs, this uses you know, normally uh, it heats uh, uh, e-cigarette heats up tobacco. This heats up blood, 
And when you use Hemovape, you give yourself a hit of that sweet, sweet plasma right directly into your lungs. It's, it's treatment for bone marrow disease, uh, anemia, uh, 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 liver inflammation, uh, and, and it also gives you a hit of serotonin and dopamine. Would you like to try it? I will try it, but I got to know, are there any side effects? Do I turn into anything? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. There's no side effects. I mean, uh, I, I do feel a huge rush of energy and um, sports um, typically <laughs> think that I shouldn't be playing. But aside from that, <coughs> <coughs> sorry about that. Are you okay? <laughs> uh, this, I, I was eating ketchup early. You see, it's still in my mouth. <laughs> uh, there are no side effects at all. You, you look a little pale, son. And oh. your teeth are very sharp all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, not at all. Uh, don't worry about that. But um, yes, uh, all you have to do, and also it comes with those wires, so you can actually feed your own blood into the hemovape. Okay, very selfish. I'm not just an inventor. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm one of the best users of it. I'm trying to have my children use it too. Okay. What? R- just real quick, what gave you this idea? What was the inspiration to make this? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I just love the taste of blood. And how much how much money are you asking for me to invest in? <laughs> Five million dollars. <laughs> Son, I don't know why that's so funny to you. A million dollars is no joke. And neither is this invention, my good friend. You are looking at a literal gold mine, ready to be mined in. Okay. <laughs> All right. How about this? Here's here's my offer to you. 750K that I would give you to invest in your company for 95% equity of your company. Deal. <laughs> A good man. You you're a good like man. This, sir. You're a good man. All right, I get the fuck out of here. God, you look like oh yeah, Jared Leto ass looking motherfucker. All right, let the next person in. Hello there. You see a four foot eleven man, buff as as they come, crawl in on all fours. <laughs> I have great invention today. Okay, what did you bring? Circuit, you cannot even say no. I'm ready to say yes. All right, hear me out. You like Bluetooth, right? Every man loves Bluetooth, yes. Well, I want to inject Bluetooth into your brain and play ads 24 <laughs> 7. You see, you, you, everyone need money, and to get more money, you listen to ads 24-7 inside of your brain. Okay, so you're building the product, and then you're going to try to get other people to put ads in it. I have the it. injection needle right here. Would you like to try it? Uh, not, 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 that, definitely not today. Don't even stand over the line to get over to this other side please and, you, and for the stay. kids you have the the smaller version too and it gives out memes 24 <laughs> 7 meme compilation uploaded directly into your brain is there is there <laughs> what the dog doing <laughs> see you did it right there in my head is there a subscription service what the fuck to did this? you just say to me 
I asked if there's a subscription service. Oh, sorry. No, no, sorry. That, not, not for you. Ah. Uh, so the subscription service is actually based off of how many ads you listen to within a month. Um, <sighs> I'm projecting 10,000 ads in order to get one month subscription. And on top of it, you can play all 10,000 ads at once. <laughs> yeah, let me try it real quick for you. No, 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 no. It's okay. How? how, how? On. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, that's the good shit. I think I've shit myself. Sorry, what were you saying? Uh, uh, man, uh, how much money do you $10 want me to invest? $10 <laughs> billion. For how much of your, your company? 2%. 2%? That's a tough deal. That's, that is a tough deal. How about... How about this? Uh, I'll counter offer for you. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you fifty billion dollars because I believe okay. in this product so much. But for the equity of your company, uh huh, zero percent. I'm literally just gonna give you fifty billion dollars. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what? <laughs> counter offer to that. One hundred percent and eighty billion dollars. And I you have yourself right a deal. You have okay, yourself yeah, a deal, yeah, sir. You heard that last part. Good, good, good. I yeah. got needle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Put put it right in, baby. All right. Say say seizure. <laughs> S- seizure. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> on that note, uh, welcome See back, guys. Quick transition into the damn podcast. <laughs> Seizure. Seizure. And now we're back at the podcast. Are you okay, Peter? You're just like sitting there, like tremoring for a little bit. You're right. Woke up in a cold sweat, but uh, I think I'll be okay. This is the last time I'll take a nap before the okay, week. We're just about to start starts. the podcast. You sure you're okay? Yeah, yeah, I think I'm good. Let's just, let's just get this started. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the We Power Hour, the show where we have a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. Uh, this is episode 91. Uh, we're filming this on June 26, 2022. Uh, and uh, we got another banging episode of anime to talk about uh, season finales for pretty much most of our top 10 shows. Uh, so we can look forward to that. Meet around up. We threw in uh, another show uh, that we binge watch uh, the past couple of weeks. So there's something to talk about there as well. Something new. Uh, but first, let's get through the latest news of the week. I got three news articles for you guys. Uh, two manga and another live action news. And they're all coming out of the woodworks now. Uh, I guess since we are... I wouldn't say done with COVID, but we are on a on a the brighter end of that spectrum. A lot more live action stuff is coming out that I guess it had been pushed back. I have no idea, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, but first up, let's hit the manga news. Uh, in really big manga news, One Piece manga is going to enter its final saga in four weeks. Uh, so uh, to prepare for this final saga, Ichiro uh, Oda, the mangaka for One Piece, uh, he's going to take a little hiatus. For, for the month, uh, he will restart back in July 25th. Uh, but we are finally entering into the final chapter of one of the most decorated, longest, and probably at the top of the mountain for the since the age of time uh, for 
for One Piece. So, uh, and One Piece has been very busy in terms of a brand. The One Piece film Red is currently being filmed. That's the believe the movie with uh, Shanks. Uh, that's highly anticipated. The One Piece uh, video game One Piece Odyssey uh, is launching very soon as well. Uh, and the live action version of One Piece uh, that's being produced by Netflix is currently filming. So a lot of things that Oda has been touching and being busy and stuff like that. So I'm sure even the hiatus break, he will still be busy taking care of all that stuff. Uh, but we're finally here. Never thought we'll ever see the day that we're finally entered the final arc of One Piece. Who knows how long this final arc is though? It could be another 10 years of on this final arc, but yeah. You know, we're in the final stretch. So uh, if you're excited for One Piece, uh, then, uh, you know, get ready. One month from now, it's time to start the final uh, final sale to One Piece. And then another manga news. Uh, this show may be very familiar to everyone here on the Wii Power Hour and the fans back at home. Uh, Talk Top Destiny is getting a manga adaptation. So if you remember, I think it was two top tens ago, uh, we had Talk Top Destiny uh on our fall winter top 10 fall top 10 one of the two fall yeah fall top 10 uh it did pretty decent uh it wasn't uh killing our top 10 but it definitely wasn't the the bottom heap like a lot of other shows in on the on that season so they are finally uh releasing their manga adaptation for it uh it's set to release june 27th so literally tomorrow uh you should start seeing some uh talk top destiny uh manga so if you really like the game i you may be still waiting for that mobile game that's supposed to come out uh that was supposed to release at the same time as the anime i still don't think that's out yet i think that's still in development so uh if you really like talk top destiny you really like the concept of it a manga should be out soon and then you can uh see if it's a little bit different if it's the same but at least you have more content to assume and it feels like they're really trying to push Talk Top to be more, maybe a season two, definitely the game. So, you know, good news for you guys, for you Talk Top uh, Destiny fans out there. Uh, and then finally, to round out this uh, this news week, one of our favorite shows here on the Wii Power oh Hour. Oh my God. Especially for this top 10 uh, for the spring season, Tomodachi game is going to have a live action adaptation and it is going to premiere fairly, fairly soon. And, <coughs> excuse me. Holy shit, I think I might be allergic to bullshit. Uh, but it's going to premiere in July. So live act, the live action adaptation will be premiering on Asahi TV on July 23rd. Uh, the television drama is titled Tomodachi Game Round 4 and the cast members of boy bands Johnny Johnny's Junior Bishonen and He He Jets. Whoever those fucking boy bands <laughs> names are. <laughs> so if you know those boy bands, they're in this. They're Shout playing characters. Uh, so if you want, check the link down below. Uh, you can see some uh, <laughs> pictures of the cast members. I hey, I don't look, even. They look pretty good. I feel like I know who everyone's supposed to be. Yeah. So you do. Or, or not actually okay i so, know i can see tenji at least <laughs> tenji's right here this is tenji oh, because oh, this shit. guy is the I, I other thought, glasses guy in I the other group oh no oh. i thought like because these four right here for sure 
the top row and then the red hair guy. That's from the other group. No, Tenji has updo hair. Oh, so you maybe oh, that's maybe right, that's yeah. Tenji. And then the glasses oh. boy, that's the older brother figure, has I'm pretty sure the down hair, the mop mop down. Oh boy. Okay, okay so no, I, I, I have no idea who the fuck Shibe it is. in the corner. Um, right. Oh, maybe Shibe. I was thinking he was more like the the guy that they uh he came over to our team because he was oh, like getting right. so angry. Oh, maybe. Oh, but he had like a fauxhawk. I just remembered. Yeah, he doesn't look like Yuji. Where the fuck are the girls? Yeah, no, where the bitches at? <laughs> if you if you love Tomodachi game, and apparently there is a lot of people that love Tomodachi game. Yep, Live action apparently. adaptation coming I, out I soon. I hate to say it, but the lack of the, month. the female characters actually makes this seem a bit more appealing because God, they were just awful. Hmm. Maybe, maybe. Maybe this live action adaptation might come out in a media roundup sometime in the future. Maybe you're absolutely huh? wrong. Because <laughs> we didn't watch the Ragnarok live action. I kind of want to see that. Uh, I think I it's almost out. That. I don't think it's like fully out yet. Oh, it's but not out yet. Yeah. Also, mm. I think it's a theater. It's a theater play. Oh yeah, you're right. So <gasps> I still the chances of us seeing it will be pretty slim. Yeah, that's this fine. is an actual TV show, I believe. So, <sighs> dang, they really did dye that dude's hair pink, though, huh? No, that's that's how he came in. Oh yeah, he looks like the top of a pencil eraser. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it really does from far away, especially. Like, why is that pencil holding up a uh, bill? But they're probably gonna introduce the female cast later. There has to be. I know. There has Nobody to. Nobody wants to watch a sausage fest of dudes. I mean, they might, but how do well, they? How do you do again, live action without the peanut gallery booba ladies? That's true. They didn't even have the the peanut gallery, which is that's kind of like the backbone. I hate to say it of the show because how else are the Vanya's gonna understand what's happening? Yeah, or who the narrator is gonna be? Yeah. So just to add a little bit more fuel to the fire. Uh, this is not the first time Tomodachi Game has had a live action adaptation. There's already a TV drama in 2017 that's a four episode uh, piece, oh. and they had two live action films. I don't know if Whoa. that covers uh, what we saw in the anime. I assume it does, and maybe even more because it's two movies and not one. There's already a lot of work out there, so uh, oh. I think this is a separated from from those live action adaptations, but. Uh, Japan can't get enough of this show, so. I mean, this show is just, you know, a salary man's nightmare, so I can see how it's super relatable to a lot of Japanese citizens. Yeah, even though, like, the show is based off of high schoolers, so. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I see myself. That's my younger self. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> well, on that sad, new- sad note, uh, what you, that what is. Why do you bring this? I don't know. I just thought it'd be funny. The news, you know what we hate this. I know. That's why I brought it in. Uh, but there you go, guys. That is the latest news of the week. Uh, are there any news articles you guys want us to check out? Uh, you can always email us at thewepower.gmail.com or you can always DM us on our social media. We'll check it out. Uh, Lance wants you to send in good ones, so I stopped using these bad ones. It was a very slow news week, so uh, that's why I included it in. Uh, so, yeah, make sure you send them in. And uh, maybe we can talk about it in a future podcast. Uh, but let's move on to the next segment of our show. It is the Media Roundup of the Week. Uh, this is the segment where we talk about anything we watched or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board. Uh, we're going to start out uh, with uh, 
not an old old show, but uh, as it was out a couple of years ago, uh, Mob Psychos season two. Uh, I believe Avery wanted this uh, in this segment for this week because uh, he recently binged through all of season two. So the floor is yours, Avery. Uh, whatever you want to talk about with the uh, Mob Psycho. Um, I mean, it's kind of been a hot minute, probably like a weekish. But the major thing that always stands out with Mob Psycho and, you know, even One Punch Man is the animation budget and how over the top they go with such simplistic characters and like designs. Yeah, for sure. Really great at like honing in on their comedic timing too. There are a lot of very deep and dark kind of like mini plots that are going on, such as the uh, possession that was done in the mid-season point Mm -hmm. and just totally 180ing it once uh mob kind of gets a sense for himself makes himself like fucking giga jacked <laughs> yeah <laughs> and even snob was like oh a little bit over the top don't you think mm-hmm, but um definitely a great a show that knows what it is and oh yeah it, absolutely it's definitely hard for me lately to binge watch shows so to binge this out is really really refreshing you know it while I'm, like, relaxing mm-hmm. yeah that's good. Yeah, that, that's basically the TLDR. Uh, okay, anything else for Mob Psycho before we move on? Yeah, I got like a giant burst of motivation from watching in towards like, uh, I want to say like around episode seven or eight when the second arc starts kicking in. Mm-hmm. And then there's this giant fucking tragic scene that like totally 180'd my emotions. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's doing, doing great. He's getting his running down. It's even better than ever. Then, oh, here's, the, here's shit that. the fan. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. Didn't never expected them to get that dark. That yeah, fast. to me, yeah. That's why season two is like to me like the superior being, just because like it's not just about action with Mob Psycho. It's it's about everything, the slice of life, the the characters themselves, and uh, they're not one dimensional. So, and they're still like still a lot of mystery with like a good chunk of these characters like the the girl that mob likes uh mm-hmm. the I, like the only like pretty looking one in like the whole show because everyone's kind of drawn like a little uh a little differently uh she's technically the pretty one out of every one of them and uh she is so mysterious and it seems like she has an idea that mob is uh a psychic or an esper in some way shape or form so i want to know what her her deal is what what her storyline is and how they're gonna utilize her uh in in future seasons so uh okay with that let's move on to the next anime on our list uh pokemon hisuian snow episode three this is the finale a uh, little mini three-part series that uh Wit studio has done for the pokemon company to to have a promotion on legends rcs or just wanting to be able to tell a little prequel to uh to the game itself uh that i guess pokemon company couldn't fit into the game so they wanted to do it in anime form uh i'll open up the floor to everyone here how'd you guys feel about that finale and uh the the little mini three-part series overall uh i had no business looking that good honestly it's with studio (laughs) baby god the obama snow fight just that whole scene with the garchomp yeah, fantastic. Garchomp looked good. amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Just it's the first time I've actually had yeah. respect for Obama Snow, and in <laughs> yeah. any way, shape, or form. To be perfectly honest, I was like, "Damn, he's really trying to hold his own against 
Garchomp and both of them, and then they just got you protect the babies. That's yeah, they why. got Omega smushed. So, but uh, I do like the fact that the idea of like how Jubilife Village came about, how that the the Survey Corps kind of people like they were like kind of in the process of wanting to do more than just being afraid of Pokemon, and they wanted to venture out and explore and stuff like that. It was kind of cool to see like this event is what kickstarted it. This event was like like mm-hmm. yeah. what we needed to get over the hump, our anxiety of like being with Pokemon. It was uh it was kind of cool to see. I, I never finished Legends Arceus. So I don't know if like they touched that uh upon like NPCs and like little Easter eggs and tidbits of like how they got started, but it was really nice to see how that got and then they did like those key visuals at the very end. Oh my god. Like very beautiful yeah, those are really nice drawn illustrations and then you get to see uh the the professor the professor of uh, Legends yeah. Arceus and the how he joined to up to the start of the game Legends yeah. Arceus. Yeah, so that was really cool. I would I would love to see more illustrations or even just like the humble beginnings if they do like another three part series. I would love to see like how they got started cuz uh the lady Celine, C- Celine, whatever the no eyebrow blue hair girl is. Oh, uh, I always forget her name. But yeah, at the, the end captain, of the episode, the captain, well, yeah, the, the captain, captain, but one of the one of the captains, yeah. Uh, she was holding, uh, like a she was holding the pokeball, which I assume it was kind of like one of those uh, very early stages. And I would love to see that, like them trying to use it. Okay, it didn't work the way we wanted to, or like it broke or whatever, and then they slowly fine tune it to. The Pokeball that you see currently in Legends Arceus is that process would have been really cool to see, and we're probably never going to get it, but uh, it'll be fun. It's fun to imagine, I guess. Um, how long was the third episode? Twelve minutes. It was the same as that as the previous episode. We okay. didn't we didn't get the double. Given how short these episodes were and how much action and good animation we saw, they. They really wrapped up the um, father-son kind of clashing. Like Mm -hmm. from episode one, we know we don't know, but we see the son and the father already having having differences and opinions about the little Zora. Zora, yeah. Um, Just the looks that they give in episode one. Um, I don't remember really what happened in episode two, but I know that when the son first comes back and he's like, can I live with you, dad? He's already hearing shit from the dad and super atypical, like father not wanting to listen. You're like, oh man, it's going to be this. You know what it is, but they, they really wrapped it up really well. It didn't feel like didn't feel like it was rushed or artificially yeah. created it felt very natural given the fucking circumstances <laughs> yeah definitely. it was a little weird that the dad i didn't really catch why he went with the survey corp i feel like it was more like well i want to make sure that my son is okay which i thought i, I think that, that was pretty cute. that was mostly it because the the yeah. son was just uh very adamant go. to to go even though they yeah. were like we can't clear you you're just a civilian we don't know what you are we don't know what's out there like we can't like guarantee that we can protect you i think that dad was just uh as much as he had differences with the son he just mm-hmm. uh you still know loves him still loves him so yeah they they really sold it up pretty nicely uh okay with that we'll move on to the final item that we have here on the media roundup uh it'll be the last time we'll have it uh for this season kaguya sama love is war ultra romantic or season three 
uh, episodes 12 and 13, the one hour season special finale. Uh, before we get into a f- full discussion, and by that I mean Lance is going to gush over it like crazy, uh, <laughs> there is news that uh, there uh, a new Kage-sama Love is War anime is in the works. Woo! We're not sure <laughs> what the format will be yet. They only announced that an anime project will be in the works. Uh, not so. Yeah, it's not clear if it's a movie, season four, OVA, whatever it be. Uh, we don't even know if A One Pictures will be the studio returning to do this anime project yet. But if you are in love with Kagasama, you're in love with the finale that just ha- just happened this past week. Uh, rest assured, you're gonna get some more Kaguya-sama uh, sometime in the near future. So, with all that out of the way, rom-com connoisseur, the floor is yours to talk about Kaguya-sama. Thank you, Peter. So, <laughs> his anus is ready. <laughs> watch this anime. If you haven't watched this anime yet, watch it. First season, second season, and this third season is. I could not have prayed for a better way to finish the the school festival arc yeah in sure. my mind in my dreams when i saw this episode it did not look that pretty as it was <laughs> when a1 was done with it like they took everything and just elevated it into just such a not just um not just like narratively because of course like this is the end of the um their love war uh for kage and shirogane but i mean like three seasons building up and they just nailed every single aspect of it, but especially yeah, the sure. the weight of it. And I feel like that's something that's you that you have to absolutely get right when they finally get together is make sure that the viewers can feel the weight of this moment that something has changed and things are not ever going to be the same again. And yeah. I love the way they built up to it. From um, it was that moment when um, Kaguya was alone with um, Hayasaka. And they were in the hallway and it was dead quiet. And Hayasuka was like, I'll help you find Shiragane. He clearly wants like a special moment with you. And Kaguya uh, just said, no, I need to do this on my own. And she walked away and that you could just feel the tension of something is building up to something. And the, oh God, the explosion of the hearts was beautiful. Oh. Got everything. They just nailed everything. It was so good. Getting sniper leaded at the end. Oh mm-hmm. yeah! <laughs> Seeing your ship finally kiss. Yeah, that that moment with that girl. The moment she saw them kiss. Uh, that yeah, that was my yeah. That was that was every viewer. But Lance, you're definitely right. That that hallway scene, this arc, that moment was such a dramatic shift in everything that we thought about Kaguya-sama. To where like this is the romance. This is what we've been waiting for. The mangaka built it up so slowly through the background of all the comedy like all these episodic chapters or episodic episodes i mean this first half of kaguya-sama season three was literally just a whole bunch of episodic chapters just slapped together uh mm-hmm. and just just to put it out there so it's kind of like yeah it's funny huh it's very great but you can see like every episodic chapter every episodic episode they're building these characters they're giving them traits and 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 character developments that most other stories they would try to build through tension drama uh some kind of crazy event that happens these guys they're just they're just five idiots this whole student council and then they grow through that and they all have their moments and 
man, I just blown away. Even the, even though Kage and Shiragane was the main thing, to have Ishigami, to have Ino, even Chika had uh, like her moments too this season where mm-hmm. it just felt like, okay, yeah, these two are the main, but like it's this five. This is the group. You know, this is like The Office or Friends or How I Met Your Mother. You know, this is that core group. Everything rides or dies with them. And I'm glad that they didn't forget that they had a, an amazing supporting cast. Uh, and they really uh, shined out here in this season three. So, uh, great job. If I had it, if I had, if I could put an S to this show. Oh, yeah. This episode yeah. absolutely deserved an S. And this whole season. <laughs> so, we know that uh, me and Peter, we've read further in the manga. So, we know, um, you know, the next arc. It doesn't just end here like how you would expect for most rom coms. Uh, it keeps yeah. going. And, um, but if you're not a manga reader, I feel like you might be deceived into thinking that the show's about to end here because in that final, um, after this hour special, the, f- the last scene of the episode is Chika making her way to the student council room, Kaguya and Shiragane, everything's just uh, back to normal as if uh, life just goes on kind of scene. And then underneath the desk, they're holding hands. And then in the bottom corner, it says the end. And that is very interesting to me because... Yeah. It makes me wonder what the this new project is going to be for Kaguya-sama if they, because uh, we know the story goes on, but are they just going to maybe make a movie and skip to the the final climactic end of the story arc that we're currently in, or could be? Are they going to keep rolling with it, keep uh, pumping out the the arcs that are properly are following where we're at? Because uh, it almost seems like, honestly, if I didn't know the manga kept going, this would be a picture perfect way to kind of end the story if they want yeah, to just chop it sure. right there and uh, cauterize the wound and say, that's it. Yeah. That's why I I, I predict it's going to be a movie. Not, not to say like the arcs after the culture festival arc isn't good. They're great. But I don't think they have the same impact as the culture festival. Uh, the final arc, though, obviously that does because it's the final, right? Is you throwing everything in the and the the kitchen sink uh, at the at the readers to be like, this is it. We're throwing everything. We're closing up all the loopholes. We're answering every question that you guys wanted. Uh, we're doing it. And I mean, the manga is actually set to end fairly soon. I think next month is the final volume of Kaguya-sama. So yeah. we're only 10, 10 chapters away before the for the end of Kaguya. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they do a movie where they take that final arc and then compress it into a movie, a two hour, two half an hour movie. Cause at the end of the day, it is Kaguya, it is Shirogane, it is their story. And if you are a manga reader or if you're interested in reading the manga after the anime, like the future arcs after this culture festival, I wouldn't say Kaguya and Shirogane are in the back burner, but they definitely shared a spotlight yeah, a lot more. versus taking it entirely. Yeah, so it was kind of nice to get closure on a lot of other characters and, you know, how their development goes and stuff like that. Yeah, Ishigami's arc in this, uh, his story arc in this culture festival, uh, the school festival is uh, still open yeah. as of this last episode, so I don't know what they're going to do that. Even uh, Ino as well. She kind of, yeah. like one foot, out the door right now or uh one foot in the door really to like start her 
development and her like arc as well so uh there's still a lot of story to be told but like at the end of the day you know kaguya and shirgani they're you know there's their name on the on the fucking uh on the cover, you know, they're the poster child. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if a movie uh, to focus on that final arc with them uh, would be the last thing we'll see of Kaguya-sama in terms of uh, an anime adaptation. Uh, okay, anything else for Kaguya-sama before we move on? Um, when can we binge watch the other seasons of Kaguya together? <laughs> Let's... Let's try to finish Vinland Saga because I, I would love to finish that before season two oh, yeah. gets out. I think early next year. Then let's do Kaguya and then we'll we'll try to attempt to do Bleach <laughs> before the final season of Bleach comes out. Oh, Bleach, right. And there's still a whole bunch of other things I think we said we wanted to binge before that new season comes out. So uh, a lot of work ahead of us on top of the copious amount of animes we already watched to begin with. So uh, see how it goes. Uh, okay, with that though, that is our media roundup of the week. Uh, if there's anything you guys want us to watch or read, you can always let us know down below. You can always email us, DM us, uh, whatever, however you want to contact us. Uh, we can definitely check it out and uh, we can talk about it in a future episode. Uh, but I have a feeling this media roundup is going to stay nice and fat for uh, the next season because uh, a couple of our shows are full 24 25 episode season so they're going to be sliding in quite nicely into this media roundup so uh but i'll definitely check it out and then uh maybe we can squeeze it in uh but let's take a break from all this anime talk and play a little game that we like to play here on the we power hour take five uh this is a quick game where every week we decide on a topic we decide on five items that pertain to that topic we put five minutes on the clock and then we duke it out to try to convince each other who is the best and who is the worst of that list. Uh, of course, uh, you guys at home uh, that are listening or watching uh, the episode, you guys uh, can participate as well. Down below in those comment sections, uh, you can let us know how you would rank these five uh, items uh, and why. So, uh, but for now, to be the four of us here, so we're going to duke it out for the best girl of the spring 2022 season. Since this is basically it, all the episodes are pretty much in their finales. Uh, we can finally figure out best girl of spring of the spring season. So here are your five candidates. Komi from Komi Can't Communicate. Yor from Spy Family. Shikamori from Shikamori's Not Just a Cutie. Ushio from Summertime Render and Echo from Your Boy Kong Ming. So I will put five minutes on the clock and let us discuss who is best and who is worst girl. Oh God. So it's many tough. good girls and so little number one slots. Mm -hmm. Huh. And these are all not even all the the girls i think there was a couple more i had to there's actually more yeah there was plenty of good girls this season uh but kind of chose the ones that actually reflect our top 10 because that, that'll be the ones that we had spent the most time discussing so dang no hiyori <laughs> no tsukasa yeah who tsukasa tsukasa yeah tsukasa <laughs> Uh, no, no Akari, no Meno. 
Mm, nah. No flair. No bad nah. grandma in that first half. Oh, sorry, not Tsukasa. It- I can't even say her name right. Itsuka. Grandma. Oh, oh Itsuka from Daemon. Actual girl. But I was going to say, under certain conditions and criteria, your might be my last, like, bottom. Just because, thinking about it, yours only with Lloyd because, well, Lloyd's really handsome. He's really nice. But she has use. Like, they're together because it's useful for her. She'd probably kill me <laughs> if I, like, did something wrong and she didn't need me around, so... She's nice, but nah, you haven't seen enough yet. That's the, I think that's, that's something I've noticed too at. over the course of this first core of Spike's family. Yours, she's cute. She's really funny, but uh, especially compared to Anya and Lloyd, I feel like we didn't mm-hmm. even have enough of her this first core, and I, I was yeah. kind of left wanting. Well, I think is the thing is like those three are so strong in their own characters that you can think of it kind of almost like mini arcs a little bit. We're kind of like Lloyd. You know, has to have his Anya currently where we're at now is getting a lot of her screen time and a lot mm-hmm. of her character development. Yeah. And then Yor will have her time uh, in the future. Maybe we'll see a lot more of it in part two of a Spy Family uh, in October. So, oh, yeah, uh, maybe. Who knows? All right, Peter. Who knows? I wouldn't know. Mm. Yeah. I can't read. <laughs> okay. Uh, but. I, I see where you're getting with uh, with your. It's kind of like the same thing you guys were going with uh, with Lloyd uh, last week with, for best dads. We haven't seen enough yet to really compare it to the rest of them. The potential is definitely there, though. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And this is also being in overly critical about something of like five characters who are really, really great on their own, but then we have to figure out ways to put them in different positions. So, so number four, um, I have a good feeling that you guys are going to put Shikamori on top. Oh, that's funny. I was just about to say Shikamori should be number four. Oh shit. That's a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, my argument for that being that I feel like I cannot in good faith give Komi Ushio or <laughs> especially Eiko any less than three. So Shikamori unfortunately gets four by default is my argument. Wow. Because the other three are already. Yeah, the other three are. That's totally fair. The the power level difference here is impossible to ignore. And she has no first name, so. Yeah, Shikamori actually has no first name. (laughs) (laughs) It's not just a cutie. Oh, Oh, please. Not just a cutie is my father. Call me Shikamori. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. It just might be. So then. How would you rank your top three girls then? Since we pretty much got all the pleasantries out of the way, all the ones that couldn't stack up to this top three now, who's better than who? I, I, I'm honestly actually surprised Ushio has made the cut to top three. Like when I put her in there, I was fully expecting her to be fourth or even fifth place. But for her to hit top three, and we haven't had her the whole season yet. So she's really likable though. Yeah, she's yeah. extremely. She, like, like everything that she's done and said has been very sometimes sometimes an anime puts a character and they make them say stuff or they have roles in a show and sometimes mm. they say things that make me go why did they say that like what what the fuck is the narrative and it's not like ushio is a little dumb she's very blunt but <laughs> like th- there hasn't been 
any kind of feeling of oh, oh it's, it's hard to put in words like she has a very sh- strong character and i think that's um something that we, re- we bring up a lot is um there's a difference between character development and then having a strong character because um yeah. having a strong character is um when you un- uh, the show allows you to understand them so well and so consistently that nothing surprises you when they do something. Yeah, mm-hmm. it feels organic. Yeah, the yeah, way they, they feel yeah. organic. Even That's though they word. might have a role to play, they're still saying things that their character would say. Um, they're bouncing off of each other. Like the last episode of uh, Summertime Render is a big impression on me on Ushio. Like she's been great, really funny, really cute, really likable. Like it makes sense why all the islanders liked her a lot a lasting impression that's kind of vibes that we got mm-hmm. we didn't have to see too much just see that oh a ton of people came to her funeral a lot of people were sad yeah we, don't, sure. we don't know anything about her and then once we see like oh this is ushio okay cool yeah and it doesn't really matter if it's shadow or normal ushio because they're the same <laughs> the same they're just copies, the exact same yep which is crazy to think about but yeah all right does that mean Ushio beats out Komi or Eiko. But Eiko can sing. I'm kind of whatever about <laughs> Komi on this top five. She'd be like my third, personally. Yeah, I was just about to say, I would put Komi third, which is kind of unthinkable. I'd put Komi at fourth. I honestly think that's a lot better than your guys' first impression of Komi. I think season one Komi, your guys' impression with, with how what her character is, it's just kind of like, eh. She's there, right? But she's not there at the same time. And yeah, I know that season two was a big turnaround for her in terms of how she's used and mm-hmm. uh, how she's grown because of uh, the amount of friends that she's obtaining uh, over the course of the the one year that they've been in high school. So honestly, I get I call me at third. I call that a win for her because uh, I I know a lot of people just put her as best girl just because she's really cute. Did you guys want to put uh, Comey down to fourth? Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to that either. I think Comey is just a little... She's pretty in close competition with Shikamori. Oh, sorry, Comey. I talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like Comey, for me personally, because when I think of best girl or like waifus, not that I would... I don't know. Just like how how are they as a like a date or like in a relationship or do I see them more as a friend? If I see them more as a friend, then they're not best girl for me. They're just a good girl kind of thing. Okay. So Komi to me is not waifu. She's more of a good girl, someone that I want to, which could arguably be waifu material for other people, someone that you want to take care of and um, dare I say nurture. But Shikamori <laughs> though, for me, she's a lot higher than third, but also pretty possessive. So brings her down just a little bit now i know some people <laughs> would actually argue that that's a positive quality that's a absolute positive quality for a lot of people uh that actually might be one of the biggest draws of shikimori for a lot of fans that's the that's, that's the biggest draw of her is the fact that she is manly and well, she can take control of a, a relationship well, I want to note that my favorite part about Comey and uh, what really made me like her this season was um, the one episode where she goes to visit her family and she hangs out with her grandma and her cousin. Oh. And um, <laughs> and it showed me a side of Comey you don't usually see at school because usually she's 
uh, just very withdrawn, very um, reactive mm-hmm. yep. to everything that's going around her. When she's with her family, she actually takes initiative and she chased. Uh, she initiated a game with her cousin to chase her around the house mm-hmm. and they had fun. And yeah. Comey didn't mm-hmm. laugh, but if she could laugh, I think she would have at that time. She plays with her grandma, uh, yeah. the card game. And, she's uh, super sweet. Yeah, she's actually she's at, really sweet. Yeah, she's at her most comfortable with her her family. You can even see the interactions between her mom, right? And how like back and forth are. The mom is so crazy and she has to like, you know, try to curb her her mother's enthusiasm or even this finale episode when she was trying to push her dad out the room, you know, like that's not a normal Comey uh, trait that we see when she's with her friends, but with her dad, she's comfortable with him. Even her brother. She's here. The boy yeah. I like is in the room. Leave us alone. Exactly. You're blowing it. Or even with her brother, you know, she's kind of spoiled with her brother. Mm-hmm. And she asks a lot out of, out of him. And she's really selfish where in other cases, she's never like that with her real friends. You know, yeah. she has a hard time asking for help. But her brother, hey, come Christmas shopping with me. Like right now. Let's her fucking go. Her like, I have I heard mm-hmm. things to do. And she's like, like please. And please. he's like, ah, oh, fine. <laughs> You know, so uh, that's definitely a trait that I'm glad season two was able to to exploit to for you to see a different side of Comey. All right, so Comey fourth place. I don't know, <laughs> man. <laughs> All right, well, at least for, it sounds like at least for sure Ushio and Eiko at the top. The Let, top let's two. tackle. Uh, let's work backwards. Who's at the top then? Because uh, I think it's got to be Eiko. I'm actually. Yeah, I argue Eiko. Shikimori. <laughs> <laughs> Eiko is super cute. Echo Everything is, about Eiko. Uh, I'm just so... I want to start with design-wise. I think Eiko's the baddest girl on the list. Uh, uh, Fair. Um, I don't know what is up with that art style from... Uh, oh, who, who did the art style for um, Potty P? Oh, you mean like the, the production studio? Yeah, PA. Yeah, it was PA Works. PA Works, yeah. Okay, I don't know what was going on in that design, but they made like the the hottest, coolest simple design i've ever seen <laughs> for a female lead yeah for sure and like her personality too like the bubbly types are usually like uh for me it's like 50 50 give or take but uh the way they make her so fun to be around and so accepting to because like sometimes with bubbly characters they get kind of annoying or they like kind of outdo their their stay in, mm-hmm. in my eyes where just kind of like oh man you're bubbly all the fucking time but there was a side there's multiple sides of echo that we finally got to see especially that later half of the season where you know she feels bad for nanamin and she wants to help her but at the same time she has her own problems that she has to mm-hmm. tackle as well and there's this anxiety that she has and uh it was nice to see a multifaceted character out of echo where you know, we we could have just kept running with the same joke over and over. Hey, bubbly blonde girl trying to be popular mm-hmm. Chinese uh, general that got reincarnated. They could have just kept running that joke over and over until the days, the days over. But yeah, but they uh, split them up and they let Aiko stand on her own and tell her own short story. Exactly. Yeah. So because she's uh, queen. Yeah. So in terms <laughs> really of like is. character development, she probably has the most out of this five. Uh, she literally started from the bottom and now she's at the top. So, literally and figuratively. Yeah. So, I think she will take the top of this list too. Gosh. I'm fine with this list. This is how so, I would 
like my idea of the list would go. I'm not too sure about you guys, but I, well, like I mean, this. you basically, you basically just gave us the list. This, yeah. this is literally you. This is a this, really so. hard list. Like, yeah. Competition is very, very fierce. Yep. So, and like we said, we know this isn't all of the girls in, in the spring season. There are a couple of other girls that have been great uh, as well. But I think these five pretty much, you know, the face of the spring season. So that's why we chose it. And it sounds like we're all in agreement. So uh, here is the results for this week's take five. Uh, coming in at fifth place, your forger. Fourth place, Shikamori. First name, not just a cutie. Uh, third place, Komi Shoko. Second place, <laughs> the uh, not just Kufine. a cutie, formerly known as Shikamori. <laughs> Kufine Ishio. <laughs> and uh, at first place, Tsukimi Eiko. Uh, will reign supreme for our take five this week. Of course, let us know down below if you agree with our grades or if you don't even agree with these five girls uh, even being uh, considered, let us know what you, which girl you think was the best girl of the spring 2020 season. Uh, we would love to hear what you guys uh, have to suggest. Uh, but with that, uh, that is our take five segment. We are gonna head back into the anime talk the meat of our show the anime ranking board for the spring 2022 season if you don't know what this is before the spring 2022 spring season started uh we watch all the trailers for all the shows we handpick 10 we trade a couple in and out to try to finalize the best top 10 we can possibly imagine this season has has had a lot of downs but it has plenty of ups as well we are finally at week 12 of the spring season. All the shows are pretty much in their finales. There are a couple of shows that are will be continuing on to the next season, and we'll talk about those guys as well. But uh, this is basically our final thoughts for the rest of the shows that finished uh, this season. Uh, next week, we will have our final vote tally, basically how we felt for the whole season. So literally telling you, what was the best anime what was the worst anime uh, of our top 10 so look forward to that but for now let's jump into week 12 of our ranking board like always we do the bottom half all together reading all the grades i'll put 20 minutes on the clock and then we can discuss anything on this bottom half so uh, let's get started for the two on the very bottom it's only because they had their animes finished last week uh, execution in her way of life and yo boy kong ming uh, will be on the bottom but obviously that doesn't really matter for them so we start at the true bottom of the heap for this top eight uh for week 12 coming in at eighth place with an amazing eight points goes to Daemon with uh with the grades d minuses from avery and lance and then F from myself and Plinchy. Uh, coming in at seven, man, these grades. Uh, coming in at seventh place with a total of 12 points to become a real heroine, the unpopular girl, and the secret task. Uh, with the grades C plus from Avery, F from Lance, F minus from myself, and then D minus from Plinchy. And then rounding out the bottom half of the board uh, with 15 points. God, good job, Tomodachi game. Oh, good, uh, you great. beat out other Amazing. shows. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, your grades, D plus from Avery, uh, C from Lance, F plus from Plinchy, and then F from myself. So 
hopefully we don't have to use all 20 minutes we probably will uh but there you go 20 minutes are on the clock we can discuss any of these three shows that reign supreme on this bottom half of the board i just want to give the award for single digit you did it damon oh. the mad lads <laughs> the mad they, lads they set a goal for themselves they mm-hmm. didn't give up they went all the way and now they have single digit points and that is an amazing for, for their season feat. finale episode yeah. too yeah so. i guess one thing where an anime is mediocre like without looking too critically into day i'm on i was thinking about it. it's not that bad because there there are a lot of anime that are like that very simple slice of yeah, life yeah. you just For follow sure. the characters as in their everyday thing but then they pull off an ending like that where you're like it's unforgivable ah, what the fuck and day one actually scored fairly high 7.6 on my anime list so a lot of people resonated with day one so I sure. guess there's a lot of people who got abandoned by their parents and they relate to Iska. <laughs> or I bet that my, an- I haven't looked, but I bet the my anime list reviews are going to praise the anime for its detail in the, gosh. The mochi business? Yeah, I'm trying to find a word for the art of mochi making. Confectionaries? It's not- I guess mochi is candy or like sweets. It's like, I would consider yeah. it more of like a big good like bread before... Really like candy. Oh, I think my I just have limited knowledge of what confectionery means, but yeah, of that. Like they're probably praising uh Daimon goes into such great detail. You learn so much about the different seasons and the culture of Japan, and I'm such a weed that I love this shit and I eat it all <laughs> up so that when I finally go to Japan I'm gonna know exactly what to order in which season. It's oh. probably why they like it. I just felt deep pity in my soul for the people I know think exactly like what you, <laughs> you just know mocked. there are people like that yeah, yeah. yeah. The fact that they exist. you know them personally oh god great yeah and he gave this anime a d minus or at least for this week what lance what would you give this anime as a whole wait I know wait we're gonna well, do we that. can discuss that yeah Fuck, next okay week. damn okay i'll just wait. let's just talk about, about this it. week how okay. much it failed so d minus for damon um you know, I didn't want to throw up in my mouth, <laughs> but I definitely want to like evacuate my bowels. They the bed. Uh, All they had to do was get up at some point, you know, out of the bed and do a little bit of effort. But they did the very minimum in character development, if you can even call that. Yeah, they literally replayed what they did in episode one, where Itsuka was panicking thinking that she saw her dad and they just did that same shtick but with a different situation where she saw the little kid find her parent and then she thought she lost her parent and then panicked and then ran after uh, Nagumu because she has abandonment issues and she's kind of like yeah we get it she misses her dad we've known for the past 12 episodes we want to see the dad so she can confront you know her her fears and and her and anxiety and her situation because like it's not a favorable situation being abandoned by your parents like that it's lucky that she's living in a home that loves her but at the same it time is, yeah the more you think about it it's really fucked up and they they convey it's going to be this really mature and i was complaining about it while we were watching it it's doesn't feel like a child i get that they want her to be mature but her dialogue yeah. the way that she reacts to things there's no 
there's no immaturity. There's no childness to her at all. Just that she's yeah. small and she yeah. has been abandoned. And it it's not good. Yeah, like they don't need to do a lot. They don't even need to do it complicated. But you need to show weakness for her because that's the only way she can heal from the yeah, situation that she's the in. End of, the end of the season and it completely got wrapped up because now we know, quote, Nagumu is there for Itsuka. Yeah, but we've always known. <laughs> yeah, so Nagumu's daddy. Like, yeah. Yeah, they went hard on that this episode. They did. They've yeah. always had undertones like pretty ham-fistedly, hey, Nagumu, why don't you be Itsuka's dad episode one? Yeah. But this episode, they were just like hammering in that Nagumu is the new dad. Who's, For all those episodes dad, that you Nagumu. watched where we didn't show that Nagumu was being a father figure to Itsuka, maybe just a cultural festival, and then otherwise, it. That's it. He w- they were just like living together, like roommates. Yeah, I should it, care about this person because we live together. Yeah, it went from That's zero right. to 100, like immediately. Zero, culture festival was out of 50, and then boom, straight to 100. Like it yeah. just, that, it was like a one step hop. According to the writers. Apparently, apparently, so. And then that cliffhanger, man. Oh, God. The audacity to season think two, baby. they're going to get a season two after no this. Way. But they might just, with my anime list consistently scoring it, okay. Hey, have you guys noticed the bottom half of our board last week and this week, the season finale shows, they all tried to make it seem like, hey, season two? Or, hey, we're going to be really ambitious and really try to leave an open-ended plot at the end of our season to make you think that we deserve a season two. A lot of our bottom half of our shows did that. It was like a call to action. Buy enough of the Blu-ray and maybe we'll make a season two. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know what... I don't know how to feel about heroin. That's what it was. Mob Psycho did that at the end of every episode. The fucking dude would be like, by the way, buy our (laughs) Blu-ray. Except in one, actually. That one deserves it. Yeah. (laughs) I just fucking Reagan, or yeah, end of every fucking episode. He's like, by the way, we have a special deluxe episode. Okay, bye. <laughs> I will buy anything for that oh, man. I don't remember that. Yeah, every that to me. every episode. I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, but like the pitches that heroin and Tomodachi game, uh, Dayamon, even like uh, Executioner last week, they're all like trying to leave it as open as possible. They don't want to close any any storyline because they were like please please we have we have more to tell Don't you want more you want you want Don't us you want right this? yeah just dangling our, their nutsack on our face and Pisses all me off. the people at my anime list have and their all mouth the little open. children yeah they're like <laughs> yes, oh, yes. <laughs> and, they're, and they're swinging the nutsack back and forth so then you have I've to never like, work tasted for it. good anime before yes <laughs> baby put so. that sugar down on me <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. God. <laughs> but yeah, Damon, heroin scored decently at 7.3. Uh well executioners scored below seven, so at least we got something right on that one. That's still too high. Tomodachi game, seven point six. Yeah, that is way too high. I think it might but be I, the fault Tomodachi game. The psychological shonen for kids. That's how I, yeah, I see it. I'm telling you, it's edgy. People love edgy. Yeah. If I was a kid, I think I would think Tomodachi, and I, I've never watched an actually good edgy anime. I would think Tomodachi game would be 
pretty good actually if you saw that on adult swim at night you'd be like holy shit my new oh, favorite yeah. fucking show let me tell my friends yeah. 100%. Like right after like cowboy bebop and then like oh here comes the edgy anime on tsunami not tsunami adult yeah. swim and be like you're coming to hey, school good on thursday and you're know. like Okay, today, guys, I'm going to play Yuichi. You're going to be Tenji. You're going to be Shibe. Shibe, we're going to strap you up because the last episode was so cool. They don't have to watch that show to strap each other up. Come on. I want to be the one who gets my shirt cut open by the gangsters. (laughs) 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 All right, who kisses me this time? I want to kiss. Please? No, no, you got to be sexually harassed last time. I want to do it this time. <laughs> and, they're, and they're just like, hey, dude, we get a three-day weekend because of the holiday. Y'all want to just stay in a cave and just drink one bottle of water between the three of us? Fuck yeah. Well, let's oh, play cool. hide and seek. Don't, <laughs> don't do that, find me. <laughs> don't, don't fucking do that. Yeah, don't do anything to my game. I doubt kids are listening to the podcast. Don't do that. Yeah, oh, adults don't lost. do that. Especially... <laughs> Yeah, I'm I got to warn you. Yeah, adults go too, apparently. For you they know you watch Tomodachi game. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the kind of behavior you guys have. <laughs> no, no. It's like a litmus test. <laughs> yeah. Did you like Tomodachi game? <laughs> yes or <Sweats>. no? <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, 10 minutes left. Oh, I realized <laughs> to become a real heroine, Hiori, heroine. That's all I wanted to say. I don't think you can kind of do it together. I but don't, nice I, try, I, though. I know you're onto something, but also <laughs> not at all. I don't think so. I also know. I also saw you uh, took a big puff of the marijuana not too long ago. So I'm thinking that might be the reason why you connected those two together. Yeah. Emo vape, yeah. <laughs> no. Give me when he came clots. back from the shark tank room and he was celebrating, I was like, what the fuck? You don't want my bowl. Let me hit that shit. What's, this so, yeah. good? What's so good about this shit? It's Morbin time. I make that connection only because I was like, Oh, hmm, that's an interesting thing. That sounds about as shallow as the rest of the plot, though. When you're just hoping for any level of creativity from the show that you're willing to imagine fake creativity from the show. It's about as much of depth and effort that they put into playing out whatever kind of character development. They didn't even think they thought about character development. No, because it all resets itself. Yeah, nothing happened. Nothing nothing matters. No matter like what nothing journey they mattered. go through, yeah. they'll reset it at the end to where we're just the exact same as how we started out. Hiori's a fucking manager. She's got to manage the two idol boys. They go to school together. She has her friends. She runs. That's it. I think I the only don't biggest change the was the boys play basketball with their f- classmates they can now. be. They can be boys. They can be That's the children. That we got out of anything but with the way the last episode like panned out that doesn't even matter like i like i can like i can watch the first episode and the last episode and and i already get what happened like i don't need anything in the middle because it's literally just she became a manager she's successful as a manager the boys are successful as idols everything good right like there's no consequences for anything that happened so like why do we even try i was getting naruto flashbacks as we're finishing the last episode girl used her talk no jutsu and helped obito become a better man 
Oh yeah, no. helped Payne become a better man. Oh, I mean, that's kind of why I gave it the C plus because I'm like, dude. I mean, like in a general sense, you used all of your plot devices. You fucking talk new jutsu out because you, you know a good friend for always much, forgives huh? you. I'm yep. like, you. This is a fucking shonen for like romance level or like you know like slice of life shit yeah it, i mean you're not wrong i'm like you know, good good job using everything at the very end i would have been pissed if you didn't so i'm like the, probably the best episode because yeah. you you fucking full sent it i mean it was terrible <laughs> but like this episode i'm just you know i'm like i'll judge it for episode 12 fuck it you, you did it i i can't believe you actually used everything and all of your resources and just fucking yeah. closed it up they did bring back they didn't shit the bed like the i'm on when you have that many fucking plot holes i want to blow my brains out like when you when you show shit going <laughs> down and you're like by the way let, let's talk about this and then never use it again because you know we'll probably get a season two like fuck off no That's fucking all keep, these shows it, keep, are. keep it in the fucking arc my man <laughs> no Th- that's that's why like <laughs> no. all these sh- all these bottom half of the shows you're just like yeah fuck you fuck you we power hour we're getting a season two so we don't have to close anything up where it's just kind of like that makes I no could, sense I, I would be happy with heroin finishing like that like cool you know you did it you're good you could continue if you want you could stay if you don't yeah well go, I mean, go to your next side arc where you know you talk nujitsu with this random they, lady they'll never see ever again they definitely want to continue episodes. it. That's what it feels like. <laughs> oh yeah. It's just like, oh just the fact that she got her job back. I was just like, no, what was Oh what was that the was whole yeah point. That was when weird. They literally reset her back to stage one like, all over again. The so... first time they did it, cool. I get it. She had regrets and she didn't know she could balance live and the boys yeah. like showed her yeah, that, that she warranted. she could and then they supported her in her running. That's great. Boys just like her too much. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, then what was the point of firing her if you were just yeah. going to be like this? Like, you didn't give a good reason to fire her. And I thought she, wait, you, did she quit or was she fired? She quit. Well, she quit. She, she quit because she made the hard decision no one else could make for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, honestly, in my eyes, fire they, they her. They need a good management team too. And I guess she's as good as it gets because well, they don't know how to handle like a simple controversy. It's so weird that <laughs> yeah the reason but at the same time you know that that's my plot device so we can get this friendship like rolled no, up together th- yeah. that's absolutely what it is and it's just kind of like okay then like why in my head it should have been like fire her is like okay we want to avoid the situation of this a uh, girl that's the same age as our idol boys our product is being with them i don't know male manager uh, and an adult like it just like it, the the idea was simple. We had a problem. Here's how we fix it. We do we hire someone that's the complete opposite of what brought the problem in. But she quit. Mm-hmm. Three weeks later, Didn't they're solve like, "The problem. Come on, come, come 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 here, come here. You can come back. We we, we didn't solve anything about the tabloids. They're still trying to get some kind of uh story out of us." But you could, you could come back. You could be our manager. It's like, yeah, it's it's weird. That was the whole point. We get to see the inside of the idol industry, and I don't know too much, but I know a little bit, at least, to know that seeing an idol be with a girl—that's big scandal. A scandal. It's huge, albeit it usually dies down really fast. That's 
like totally normal because people do eventually get over it, but people still are really upset. People lose their jobs that way. People, yeah, but that's what happened in the anime. So it's really an accurate portrayal of life. Yeah, it betrayed me, right? Things got solved because at the same, I mean, here he's like, it's fine. They got over it. Like, okay, but how? When, why does it have to align with when you make up with your friend and you get your job back? Yeah, she could have kept her job and still get punched by her friend. I, I didn't really like... Yeah! And then been like, well, I'm the manager. Why did she have to... It's just so weird. The, yeah. The, yeah, it was just... If, uh, if I was in the glasses girl shoe, regardless if you're a manager or not, I'm socking you right in the fucking eye. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm crazy, bitch. <laughs> I literally, like, fucking look at fat dudes while I do May Cafe shit and do my moy moy love uh, juice onto your cake. It's like I, I sacrifice a lot that was, to see uh, my boys in action. Really so I will huh? punch you. I, a, I, I was just slapped in the face with the memory of us doing a maid cafe cold opening for the podcast that <laughs> I totally forgot we, we did. did. I was like, we did. That oh, was a while wow, ago. We did that. That was a, was a long while ago. Okay. Anything else? Last two minutes. Uh, Tomodachi game. Mm-hmm. I gave it a C. Yeah, and that might bitch. seem a little bit fucked up, but you liked it. I actually liked it. <laughs> it was weird. What did you like? It, um, I liked that Yuichi got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like I really liked the way that he got his nails ripped off and then stabbed in the hand to the point of blood loss made him pass out. Because that actually made me think, oh shit! Like this He's is uh, actually, this is actually has like something dangerous going on versus imaginary true. debt numbers that don't matter to anybody, and not Shibe's dad dying. And oh, like Shibe, Shibe shown as a murderer. Shibe could lose like matter. a dozen dads before I give a shit about him. <laughs> but Yuichi, like I actually thought, okay, what's that one? Um, what's that one gambling anime that's like the ultimate survivor guy, and he has a really pointy nose. <laughs> Oh, oh, I know what you're I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember. Okay. I I know Gambling? exactly. Not cocky it's, it's, it's No, no, I know. One. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> See, they there really it is. want you to be cocky goody. Yako Gakyo. Kaji, the ultimate survivor. Yeah. So that one yeah, is a really high This is gambling, a really good one. And it's yeah. very brutal because uh it, he gets kind of fucked up, uh if you can tell from the the picture but it made me think of like that kind of premise where look it doesn't have to be that i care about yuichi i just care that there is a person who's risking his bodily um health and his livelihood and uh a very simple game like um rock paper scissors and that itself is a very simple and you know effective narrative to go on not Hide and go seek with a basketball team that I don't give two shits about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's the first well, time actually. And, and again, like the antagonists don't matter. Probably never going to see that guy again, hopefully. No, but you know what Good the enough. sad part is, is like the point that we actually got a life or death game was when we were not playing the Tomodachi game. Isn't that yeah. funny? How weird is that? It's <laughs> stupid that these guys that were pretending to be the Tomodachi game gave us more a Tomodachi game exhilaration and like an actual psychological battle 
between the, the antagonist and protagonist that we were like, okay, this is what we have. We got little bits and pieces of that at the beginning of each game. But then like it fizzled out because then we realized, oh, this imaginary depth that they keep collecting. Well, does it matter? Tenji, Tenji had depth from the first game and he's back again and he seems okay. Like, he, yeah, you know. He can just keep coming back. He's hunky-dory. Exactly. So like, I don't know. I started reading ahead a little bit in the manga because uh shame on you uh, we are only scratching the surface of tomodachi game apparently the the anime only covered the first 26 27 chapters so first three four volumes there's 101 chapters currently for tomodachi <sighs> game so that's at least 10 10 12 volumes right there alone uh maybe the storytelling gets better well I'll let you get. You know what? I'll preview you guys on the next game that they're gonna play. So, well, we'll just see in because, season two because it's coming. Okay, mm, yeah, sure. okay, that's fine. We could put we could put season two in the next top ten. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Why not? Yeah, why not? not? Right? I mean, uh, why not? I'm already yeah, negative. Need brain something cells. to fill in the bottom. Yeah, that's we'll true. We just need something to fill the trash can. Yeah, that trash can ain't gonna fill itself. Let me tell you. Yeah. I like how Lance looked back and technically, in in the video version of the podcast, there is an actual trash can behind him. <laughs> so, uh, okay, with that, uh, that is the bottom half of our board. Let us know down below if you agree with our grades, uh, and uh, let's just keep moving on to the top half of the board. Of course, at this top half, we do things a little differently. We say the grades, and then we will spend a little bit more time uh, in depth with each anime because uh, they deserve a little extra time uh, with how it is. But Sally, I feel like we talked, we're going to talk more about heroin than we will any of these top five. So it's just the way of life here in the Wee Power Hour. But let's get into this top five. Uh, coming in at fifth place, uh, Shikamori's Not Just a Cutie with 44 points. Not a big Dang. difference between 44 and 15 uh, to, sp to split the bottom and the top half. Double. Uh, but yeah, so 44 points triple. goes to Shikamori. The grades, B from Avery, B minus from Plinchy, A minus from Lance, and then A from myself. Uh, we're all pretty close in terms of voting, but I think I will start out first because I think this might be the first time I have ever graded higher than everyone else for Shikamori. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like that deserves a little bit of explanation uh, because I have been... I wouldn't say fully critical on Shikamori. It's just, uh, you know, not truly my cup of tea. And my anime list agrees with me with the 6.8. Uh, not a lot of people like Shikamori, which is kind of surprising. I think Cute Pink Girl would at least warrant it at least a 7. but An actual decent uh, animation. A decent animation and the characters are pretty decent. And a so, like, dignity. surprising that Tomodachi game has scored higher in it. But uh, the reason I like this episode so much... Uh, and we're not even in the season finale for Shikamori. We still got two more weeks after this for this one. But the A goes to <laughs> the most unlikely character that I had. So yeah, I I I've read Shikamori, and I think I got through the first like maybe volume or two. So this is I think last week or the week before was around the time well, around where I'm off at the manga where I don't know anything that happens past this. So this is pretty new to mm -hmm. me. Um, but yeah, Hachimitsu. The, the little blank expression, short hair, blonde girl. Uh, she, 
had an amazing character development that wasn't needed. Yeah. Wasn't really unwarranted. No, not really. Yeah. She was fine as a side joke character. Exactly. But, damn. But they gave her something. And then f- with her developing, it somehow influenced some other characters. Because even uh, Inuzuka, Inuzuka, the the best friend of uh, you. Bakugo. Bakugo. Uh, alternate universe Bakugo. Yeah, even he had his moments where, like, you know, you can see, like, how much he cares about his friends and how much uh, that he wanted to keep the promise to win the race, other than, you know, being scared out of his mind from Shikamori. Um, but you can see, like, the loyalty that he has to his friends, which is kind of, like, not needed much either. Like, th- there's, like, all these character developments out of nowhere that was just kind of, like, okay, but that's not, like, your core values of the show, so... It was kind of nice, like, because I don't really care for you, and I kind of also don't really care for Shikamori either. Uh, I'm I'm a more of a Kamiya fan, and I, I I mean I like Nekozaki more than Shikamori. That's the I was like the sad part, which is kind of like Shikamori is the main girl, but uh, she Nekozaki doesn't interest me. Pretty great, but Nekozaki yeah, is like cool. more fun to be around. So, uh, but the added interest these past two weeks to focus on the side characters and their storylines. I wasn't expecting that. Like Kaguya, I can expect that because it's, it's one of those like fully encompassing shows where this one is like, we are so hyper-focused on you and Shikamori because we know they're the ones that drive the show. They're the ones that we have the hook for. They're the ones that we're going to put a lot of effort in. So I had to give it that A because because uh, it, it, show, it showed me there's a different side to Shikamori in terms of writing and maybe maybe i i stopped too early maybe in the next couple of volumes maybe there's going to be more to them so yeah yeah i really enjoyed like it was so weird that the most compelling narrative that they made so far i agree has been about hachimitsu who she's like she's a joke character she's the yeah. she's yeah. the one who's in the background who just says the funny and gets a laugh and then we go back to what we actually care about so to yeah. make her like have such and not just like dedicate a whole episode to her, but actually have a really good story and uh, a moral to it too, that she has these has this complex about herself that she that she acknowledges she's physically weak and she thinks she can be a drag. Yeah. But she's still willing to try hard because she just she loves to see her friends happy when she participates in things and she's yeah. part of the group and that brings her joy. And that is like such a relatable i feel like really uh common uh thing that people go through is uh you know accepting that that you're not the best at something but still giving it your all for it yeah and uh yeah i like that you touched on um how she influenced other characters because her her issue this episode allowed other characters to react to her like inazuka Mm -hmm. shikamori you especially you can see a lot of um hachimitsu's problem this this episode is a core issue that you deals with constantly. So it's very relatable to him. And that just makes yeah. this not really the world. I still don't think like the world of Shikamori is all that vivid, but in this core group of friends, these five, it makes their group feel more dynamic and more. Yeah, um, for sure. Like alive and breathing. Hachimitsu has um, this. I don't know if uh, when that happened, but all of a sudden she has the second highest likes, well, you know, not that there's fierce competition, Shikamori or anything, but <laughs> I just think that's interesting that 
she shot up in how much people like her on my anime list. Not that that, again, means very much. Yikes, there goes our brand deal. Sorry. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, any brand deal we're going to get is going to be out the window at this point. Okay. Uh, with that, let's move on to the next anime on our list. Uh, coming in at fourth place uh, with a good total of 54 points, just two points off of that perfect score of 56. Uh, Al Aishi comes in uh, for that fourth place spot with the grades A's from myself and Plinchy, and then A pluses from Avery and Lance. Uh, so I just wrote the photo everyone here. We're pretty even in terms of our grades. Uh, what did you guys like about this week's episode of Al Aishi? Now we're getting more next week, baby. Let's go. <laughs> hey. 24 episode season. So uh, we're definitely not even close to. Oh, man. They could have ended the season two if they wanted to at this episode. They totally could. Yeah. This would have been a really yeah. good. That was a good episode. On a high note. To, yeah. To mm-hmm. stop the season. Eating barbecue after a game and winning and. Getting curious about the number one of the school, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Just that little cliffhanger of of seeing like the best of his peers was Mm -hmm. really cool. All the boys are feeling like a unit now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I was talking about how when we were watching the anime, Kuroda, he's Mm. a nice guy. Uh, didn't really yeah. expect that. I remember when he first showed up, we're like, oh my god, this guy's gonna probably gonna be an asshole. I think they want you to think he's an asshole. Yeah, yeah, they totally did that. This guy is such a, uh, what's the word? It's because he has no eyes. <laughs> I, mean, I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's like a, that's, so there's, there's Senpaku eyes where, you know, they're a little bit edgy characters and then there's Strip no <laughs> eyes and completely untrustworthy. Sorry, Brock, not you. Yeah, Brock, you're kind you're of the, like, but you're, know you're it the, all. <laughs> yeah, but your dad knows. You're also a creep. <laughs> He's a creep. Yeah, I get why they, um, why the two uh, Asari and Kuroda, really good characters to push that narrative of we're, you know, we're the junior. We've been grown from the ground up to be these kinds of players. Yeah, for sure. But they, how realistic, not realistic, how often do you find people who are like that and, you know, they don't want to associate with people like Aoi who uh, are not great, you know, they have natural talent, but you're, you're not like us. That's such a normal thing, yeah. very human to be like, no, we know what we're doing. You have to follow us. There's exactly. always that wall between these two, but they did a great job. Oh. I wanted to ask, is anyone else rooting for Aoi and um, Hana? Hana? Hana, yeah. Hana? Yeah. Yeah. It's Hana. So, yeah, I talked about this uh, early on in Aoi but um, an actually cute romantic romantic subplot going on here. And uh, yeah, they, they were really cute this episode. I like them. I like them too. When Aoi did the pointing at her after he made the goal, I'm going like, to win another match for you. Damn! Yo, Aoi, where did this come from? He got from? games. <laughs> this dude is slick. He seems kind of oblivious, but it's pretty cute. It's not... It was cute because he was innocent about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like they're really pushing it. It's not too much in my face. I feel like Hana might... I questioned Hana's role. Uh, like, why, why is it just... Like, she's supplying a dietary meal plan. That's cool. But... A little bit more than a romantic interest. I feel like she's going to have a bigger role later because we've established, if it wasn't obvious before, that all of the junior youth kids have, they know Hana. So she's she's always been around. Yeah, it's, a, it's like an emotional support. 
you know yeah it's yeah, like yeah. having someone there especially when they're like they're not your coaches right or they're not other mm-hmm. players so it's mm-hmm. like th- it feels like they're not coming from a place where like you wouldn't listen you know like if yeah. your f- if your family is just like i don't know it's like do yeah. this do that do this you're like mm-hmm. uh whatever you're my family you say that you're just being because you're my family yeah. yeah but when your friend says it you kind of listen to them because their credibility feels a little different because they, they feel like can. they're an outsider they're looking in bossing yeah. you around yeah. exactly so Hana is definitely going to be one of those kind of characters where, you know, she's very observant. She understands and uh, she can give uh, sound advice because uh, she's been around soccer for her whole life. Okay, uh, let's move on to the next anime on our list then. Uh, coming in at third place, the lowest placement this show has ever gone all the 12 weeks uh, we've been doing the spring season. Spy Family comes in at just 55 points. It's kind of weird to say <laughs> just 55, but it has been almost near perfect the whole way through. But it finally dropped down to third place uh, for this f- season finale. The grades are A pluses across the board, except for Plinchy. She is at an A. Uh, I'm going to pick on you, Plinchy, because I think I know for sure why you gave it <laughs> wow. one point less. Uh, so go ahead, Plinchy. Let's start with you. Uh, your takes on Spy Family this week. Um, was I disappointed there was no dog? Maybe. Probably, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Otherwise, episode was really good. God, they're, they're, this, yeah, this episode, it's not the, it's not a finale. Uh, so they definitely didn't treat it like one. There was no, like, really big, impactful plot holes closing up as you do in finales. There's no teasers to the, to the future. So I didn't, feel like this episode had a lot of impact otherwise mm. spy family always doing a great job really consistent with this high lovable energy art is always great um i don't think we've had a budget episode yet none of the sometimes you can tell well they they'll take a different artist and that the faces look kind of weird mm-hmm. they've never done that always really good but uh, lloyd is just so good your is so good i don't know there's not a lot that i can say other than this show fucking slaps and it (laughs) it hits hard the whole spy theme so good anya being in the i don't know what to call it but in the staff area how the fuck did she get there but she wants to be there because she knows daddy's on a fucking mission and i need to be there to watch it Uh i need to watch it (laughs) so i love that like who let her there but she's just she's there. Not good. It doesn't she's matter. She's that good. She's yeah. just that good. When you can read minds, you can understand like, oh, I can be here because they're <laughs> yeah. going to be over there. Oh, the passcode to this uh, employee door is this number. Okay, punch oh it in. Oh, my God. You know, like she, she has access <laughs> to anywhere in the yeah. world because of her powers. So, uh, But speaking of the future of Spy Family, uh, of course, this isn't f- goodbye uh, for season one. This is only part one of the first core uh, part uh-huh, two uh-huh. will be coming in October uh, with the rest of a very stacked fall season of uh, shows. But there's a trailer that's out uh, to kind of whet your appetite for part two of this. So uh, I'll play for everyone here. Uh, if you want to check it out, you can always check out the link down below and uh, watch it there. What the uh, fuck was that? <laughs> so there you go. A little sneak peek of what you can look forward to at the beginning Dog! of part two. Uh, Dog, <laughs> and uh, I, I wanted to show these, uh, show this uh, c- 
cool artwork uh, that the main cast has done. If you remember very, very early on, I think it was episode three or four when they were first interviewing to get into the the Eden school. Uh, the main cast members of uh, of Lloyd, Yor, and Anya, they drew their their version of the episode in a key visual. Uh, they did it again for the season finale, and uh, I would love for you guys to see it if you want to see it as well. Of course, the link is down below. Here is their special illustrations for the episode 12. Here, First up is Lloyd. Uh, uh, Takuya Eguchi uh, voices Lloyd. Here's his drawing of episode 12. Fuck? What is that? Why did he draw the penguins like fortune cookies? <laughs> uh, so there you go. That's Lloyd. Uh, next up, this is uh, Atsumi Tanizaki's illustration. Uh, she is the voice of Anya. Oh, it's Aww. actually good. <laughs> it's yeah. really good. And then finally, uh, Sari Hayami's illustration. Uh, she is your, or uh, sh- uh, yeah, she is your for this show. Uh-huh. <laughs> the kick. Oh, the kick. Oh, God, <laughs> that angle is. Um... <laughs> That's art. Yep. Shading on it is great, too. Like Anya's eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tatsuya Endo saw Eguchi's drawing and then uh, made a comment about his penguin drawing style uh, on his Twitter account. So there's that illustration as well. It has lips. Uh, So yeah, there you go. Uh, Just thought I'd show you a little bit of extra fluff content uh, for this final episode. Uh, But anything else for Spy Family before we close up this chapter. Of course, we'll definitely see it again in October, uh, whether it be in our new top 10 for that season or in the media roundup. That is a show we definitely don't want to miss uh, so we can see the final 13 episodes of uh, season one. Anything else? So probably more of a behind the scene comment uh, or observation. So this episode, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, from the manga, the author sometimes writes uh, like 0.5 chapters, like little bonus mm-hmm. chapters in between the main story. They have no precedence to um, the chronology of the yeah. story. So mm-hmm. whatever was happening in the last chapter has nothing to do with the, these bonus chapters. So this was kind of just a standalone story. Maybe uh, you could tell that from the complete cutoff of the last cliffhanger, which was that Anya's going to get a dog and no one's talking about a dog this episode. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, you could definitely, uh, this was, I think it's kind of unusual that I didn't S this week, but uh, it's because you can tell the. They're just binding your yeah, time. It was just like mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. a way to end. An actual this, filler episode. Yeah, an actual, yeah, yeah a, a genuine filler episode from Spike's family uh, to end the the first core. And then I feel like they did that because the once they introduce the dog, it will start an entirely new arc. So yeah. that's not the way they want to end the for the sure. Yeah, the the dog has uh, like it's not it's not just like a one episode thing with the dog. This is gonna be a multi part facet idea and yeah. storyline to go with him to introduce him. Just like all the other characters, you know, they all had like their you know time where like multiple episodes span over where they are trying to build the characters. So uh, the dog is important. Uh, that. Omak chapter or like 0.5 chapter, however, you know, you, you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Omake, yeah. Uh, I think it was chapter seven or 8.5. So basically, after getting into Eden, 
uh that's when they dropped that uh that 0.5 chapter so it was fairly fairly early on yeah that they went on this aquarium date i like that they chose not to actually put it where it was supposed to be yeah because uh, that would have i feel like that would have interfered in the plot line that they were trying to drive that would have like pumped the brake on the momentum of the story because yeah. the momentum of the story this season has been fantastic mm-hmm. and clearly i mean it was a bonus chapter but it was still a funny episode yeah it was r- really great action scenes uh so it was kind of like well we can't not put this in the show so where do we put it yeah for let's sure end it let's end the season with it or the the first part with it Okay, anything else for Spy Family before we move on? Wow. 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 (laughs) Yeah, what a soundbite from Anya. Thanks for remembering that. (laughs) Going to miss her. Yeah, Lloyd. Lloyd says it too. I think that's when I realized, is this a filler? (laughs) (laughs) It was just a little, uh, it's hard to say this episode is really wacky. Because yeah. the whole show's wacky, but like this, yeah, is, this yeah. episode's really wacky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with that, uh, let's move on to the next anime on our list. Uh, coming in at second place with a perfect score of fifty-six points, uh, Summertime Render, uh, with the grades A pluses across the board. Uh, so I'll just open up to everyone here. Uh, what was your favorite part of this week's episode of a uh, Summertime Render? Oh, oh, rest oh, in peace, oh. old man. <laughs> rest in peace uh, big booby girl yeah that basically told me we're about to loop unless i'm sorry old man but sorry we're big gonna girl. keep going we can't bring you with us i like how avery's prediction of the family being involved was spot true on. and it was i mean it was absolutely spot on to the point where i was fully expecting it and despite expecting it i was still like oh shook fuck shook yeah they show the scene where the dad um they show the dad in his lab coat so you're like (laughs) we know who that is we don't know where he is but he's talking and i forget the wording exactly but the order of sequence of shock value is oh my god he's talking about feeding and then you see the body and then you're like oh my god he's telling he's telling someone else to do something oh my god he's telling that person to feed something to the shadows like what else could it be and it's a fucking dead body and then you're left with more questions like yeah they can be dead of course they can be dead otherwise you can't eat them or like you can't fully uh i, I don't know it, uh, there's so much nuances to the shadows ability it's, <laughs> bears it, it, only like to eat their prey while they're alive <laughs> thank you <laughs> just, a just little. like me, me? <laughs> yikes definitely curious to see how deep down the rabbit hole uh tokiko was because you know she was very um resentful of how everything turned out at the end of the last loop so like maybe she ain't in it that deep but no here i am right next to the fucking deity delivering the goods essentially (laughs) yeah i wonder what the thought process is for the dad because it sounds like (laughs) i don't want to call this a family business you know feeding Uh humans the shadows but she made it sound like yeah she made it sound like she was forced to be in here like it wasn't Mm -hmm. by choice Mm -hmm. so i'm just wondering like why why her like i'm sure it's gonna be like not that important really or even like that exciting uh but her my level of interest with for tokiko is like like it's gradually rising because uh it i don't think they're gonna stop at oh she's just a pawn for her dad to use i think she's gonna have a lot more storyline 
driven uh arc sometime in the future and then we're going to get a lot more different ideas of her and like characteristics of her and then it's gonna be like oh fuck do we hate her really i mean i kind of feel bad for her like i feel like we're get we're gonna get to that point where like she's not the bad guy either she's also uh, a victim in this weird shadow problem that we have here also the queen on the iv drip is uh pretty funny yeah that (laughs) wasn't expecting that at all her actually being there in the flesh yeah so she must be like really weak and then that's why like i assume the dad is like trying to keep her alive well enough until the coat the 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 festival and then they pile on all the bodies and into a you know into a corner and then she can gobble it all up and then she can regain her her true form her true yeah probably big booby non-lolly body form every time i try to think about why or what purpose tokiko has i tend to go into i don't know i keep thinking about something really fucked up only because we've been shown um what do they call the deity the pregnant uh statue hisuka or something like that oh you think she's gonna be like a concubine they're gonna just gonna like nut in her and just like make more shadow babies Uh, for us you got a pregnant Mm -hmm. statue Mm -hmm. you have this this hive mind queen figure you have fucking babies walking around i can't help but think of the worst for what the father wants of tokiko and the fact that she's like he had to pick me and he chose to put you out of the loop brother so shut the fuck up she's obviously got resentment for the brother because of the position that she's put in so either the father loves his son so much and doesn't want to put him into whatever danger and is just like yeah daughter of mine that will have no value of creating you know our lineage I guess. Yeah? But the the imagery of pregnancy and babies and giving birth to shadows does not leave my mind and I'm disgusted by it, but... (laughs) I think you might be okay, though, because, you know, if we're talking about the first run at the Culture Festival, she died there, too. Like, she got impaled by the shadows, so... That's true. It's not like they're keeping her for any other reason other than to help them, so... Yeah, That's a good point. and then eventually think, she runs her out of her use. Yeah, like it's a foregone conclusion that her and the dad are gonna die. Like I think they both realize that they're just doing this to survive a little bit longer, I, or maybe a promise. Hopefully, and this is the best situation. The dad just wants one of his kids to live. Maybe <laughs> so he maybe. chose the son. So yeah, Tokiko's pretty pissed. Maybe that's crazy. I feel like the more logical explanation to why the I mean, we know nothing about the dad other than he's probably really powerful, but maybe this shadow queen thing that they it's think is a snake. deity isn't a deity and they're being lied to. They think that, oh, we have to keep feeding the shadow or this this uh, goddess of fishing fortune for our island for the better of ourselves mm-hmm. um and just being manipulated into thinking otherwise or they're totally the no and then they should deserve to die then because what the fuck are you guys doing yeah i mean that's the that's that's the best thing about this show right like the amount of routes is endless like oh it's hard God. for us to see like one like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like with these kind of storylines we're like okay but there's only one route that they can take that they can get to but like these branching routes and all these characters coming in at very 
unique times and like really impactful right like like it could have been like tokyo just kind of comes out the woodworks and just be like yeah i'm evil but she comes out with two hulking shadows and like at the end of the cave that like is not supposed to be there like they like this show knows when to introduce new characters and i know we've known tokyo for a while but this is like her coming out party now we put her on the map as an important character uh for the show and uh yeah yeah it's great halfway baby let's go <laughs> halfway baby well not even like uh, we're almost halfway episodes yeah. right yeah we're at episode 11 right now so we we still got quite a ways to go almost to I'm a expecting. time loop, baby almost yeah pretty much <laughs> oh, <laughs> or not it's when are we like 99% gonna happen he's way too deep in the fucking bear's den right now uh, yep. he's fucking marked by the same bitch he's about to see so what the fuck is gonna happen well, I don't know what's the point of going back is so much bad irreversible things have happened because I'm pretty sure the big theory going on right now is that Ushio yep. uh, isn't Maybe he could heal her arm. Maybe he's not even sure about that if he goes back. But if she I dies, impossible. then she's just dead. Period. So. It, yeah, it could be possible if the timing is right. Right, because there's still the open casket funeral. If going back in time means that she can go back in time too, yeah. like we don't know how she's affected by everything. So yeah, I mean, yeah, technically. That will be the only time it says somehow sneak her into into that funeral and before the they body. cremate her and then eat the body and run, <laughs> I guess. So uh I assume that has to be the case because there's no way they're gonna leave Ushio with one arm the the rest of the way there. She's gonna have to she's the only true fighter they have on their team. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. Uh okay. Uh with that, nine animes are down one left at the top for this week 12 of the spring season coming in at first place with a total of 59 points uh that means someone gave it that s rank yeah this did it, week uh, <laughs> stares at mirror i'm just trying to build it up okay so dad damn i build it up for the rest of y'all let me build it up for myself Fuck. it's like the <laughs> who's the lunatic terrorizing our city i, I wouldn't know <laughs> yeah and i'm just like fucking a building underneath my foot spongebob um, i see him <laughs> <laughs> where is he patrick uh, he's right there <laughs> he's sitting right in the, right in the trash can menacingly <laughs> now he's in the trash can <laughs> sorry peter no it's okay Th- thanks for thinking me that way guys uh but there you go 59 points for komi-san uh that means someone gave it an s rank this season or for this week uh here are the grades a from avery a minus from plinchy a plus from lance and then uh the s rank came from me uh that is my second s for the season and the final s uh for everyone here actually for the encompassing of the of the spring season fortunately for lance um next week when we do our final votes for each show uh for the whole season uh everyone gets one s back to put for any shows they feel like was the top show uh for that season so you're welcome lance don't jerk off two dicks like that uh for your point total for (laughs) and reynolds ryan reynolds what are you doing (laughs) here Um, uh avery final count for his s grade he has had two 
I think it was a uh, one summertime render, one spy family. If I remember correctly, I should have wrote that down. That's probably uh, Lance, his final grade count for his S's. <laughs> Spikes family. Seven S ranks. Uh, I believe six for summertime render, one Komi Sun. Uh, Plinchy is at two. Oh, yeah. I believe it was, was six one. For, six Spikes family, one Komi Sun. Yeah. That's, that's what I said. <laughs> Did I not say Komi Sun? You said summertime render for six oh, of them. Sh- no, just let him find <laughs> oh, out. I thought you were fucking with it. <laughs> oh, shit. My bad. Six Spy Family, one, one Komi Sun. My bad. Uh, Plinchy is at two. I think they were both for Spy Family. I don't think you Sounds had it for anything. Right. So, and then uh, for myself, is going to be one Spy Family. And then for this final week, uh, one Komi Sun. Uh, since I gave it that rank, I will take the floor for for the beginning of this conversation. Komi had this, it wasn't as bombastic as Kaguya-sama's finale, but it had the feeling of like everything building up to it was at for this moment where all the fun times we had with Komi and Tadano and all the crazy characters that we got, it really felt like- It was leading to this, yeah. Yeah. If we don't get a season three, man, that would be really unfortunate because uh, the second year- of their high school life it to me is my favorite year and they get you get introduced to a lot of new friends and they're like they're one of my favorite characters uh from this uh from this manga so uh i would love to see season three there's no news on it yet hopefully we'll get news soon uh but just that scene of tadano and komi thinking back and reflecting uh when they're staying at the window, when it's raining and stuff like that. That was really cool. I don't remember that from the manga, but then again, that was probably like two, three years ago when I was reading mm. uh, around that area. So like my memory's fuzzy, but they did it two weeks in a row. The windows all had scenes playing on them on the reflection. I was kind of like, at first I thought it was kind of cheesy last week that they did it. And they were just kind of like finding ways to, do flashbacks without the whole like oh in my head light blanks out and then i think about the flashback with like a fuzzy white filter around Mm -hmm. it they were trying to do something different uh but i can see the reason why they did it now they were trying to show that they were reflecting on the past two seasons and everything leading up to the end of the first year so uh really cool the way they did it and tadano's voice actor kajiwari uh gakto uh he's the voice of asta from black clover Black Clover, uh, Shinra from Fire Force. I think he might be one of my new favorite voice actors. I, I think this season alone has really cemented like this guy is gonna be gonna be up there with like Akaji Yuki or Matsuoka or even uh, uh, Tandro's voice acting. Tandro's voice actor. I always forget his name. Uh, Natsuki. Yeah, Hanane Natsuki. Yeah, and uh, and even Itadori's voice actor as well uh he's definitely gonna be one of those powerhouses where every new shonen or every new main protagonist male uh he has a shot for it and i'm excited to see more from him because uh he's only started not too long ago i think like 2017 2016 i think asta was one of his his first roles so uh for his level of commitment and him growing as a voice actor i i'm so impressed with with everything that he has done so and uh he's killed it as tadano like w- when i heard the first time that komi was going to get an adaptation i'm like tadano needs to hit it because i know he is the engine that 
keeps uh Komi-san going and he he's nailed it so he's he's able to carry the show along with uh Koga Aoi I know she don't say a lot she maybe only had like maybe uh 10 lines in this whole like two seasons <laughs> uh but somehow her way of conveying feelings and and expressions and ideas through just her grunts uh mm-hmm. not gonna get that anywhere else in the dubbing you, you know you can talk english dubbing or you know spanish dubbing or any of the other dubbings you know it's just grunting so whatever but uh her take on comey has been fantastic and uh her growth is only just starting so we should be able to hear more from kogaoi uh in the future if they decide to make more seasons so uh nice. yeah really impressed with uh comey this season the little sister um tadano's little sister you mentioned that uh <laughs> he told me she, yeah yeah she's one of your favorite characters right <laughs> yeah uh, i can see why like she is such a great i think we had like a term for this kind of character um so there's you know the engine but the engine needs fuel um, yeah for i sure. guess you could say she's a good um fuel character for tadano when um because you want to push a narrative where tadano can be brave enough to develop his feelings towards komi yeah. Um, we have um, Oregaru Hachiman's sister be that for him. And we have another yeah, little sister this anime. And they just do such a great job, these characters, because yeah. they they build the world because, you know, why is Tadano so mature? He has a little sister who's able to um, push him to be a braver person. Yeah, um, for sure. And it, it all makes sense. I, I really like her, especially this episode. And also, uh, Katai was just so fucking cute and funny this whole episode. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think like a date. Of with course, me? we want to see like the white day fallout for um Tadano and Komi, uh, but also uh, Katai going to get um <laughs> noodles with uh, Tadano yeah. and also a uh, yeah, the two boys. Yeah, is yeah. <laughs> super funny. I miss Najimi. I did enjoy the eraser contest that was a cute way to show everyone getting together and being friends yeah Yeah, one last time yeah you know they won't be the same class next year you know some people will stay and some people will have to go who that will be i guess you'll see in the new season oh let's have theories not you peter you're not invited but let's have Eh, fine i'll um, leave because that that was interesting that they were concerned that was a big um Thing Comey was concerned about was all well, the friends she just made in her class. Uh, they're gonna get split up. They're so I mean they're still in the same school, but it's yeah, it's hard it's to common. yeah to feel that distance between your friends. Now you don't get to see them as easily as you used to. Mm-hmm. So I already know. I'm pretty confident Yamai is going to be in another class, <laughs> and she's gonna go fucking <laughs> nuts. Oh yeah, yeah. That's such an easy choice when you have a character like that. When you're deciding, what's the worst thing okay, to do to them? Have, yeah, <laughs> separate. How do them? we make them show off more of their trope or their identity? Well, Yamai needs to thrive by being all the way over here, five classrooms down. Yeah, from the farthest <laughs> distance. So she can stand in the window and be like heavy breathing. That's how I would it's use it. It's a recess, Yamai. and then they just hear. <laughs> <laughs> the door kicks open. Call me, son. Wow, that's uh, 
It's crazy for you to think that she'll knock on the door when she's already in the classroom behind. Oh, her attendant is zooming into the locker room. In the other class. Or maybe she's always distracted because she always has her book up. And what she has is a spy cam feed that is planted in (laughs) Comey's classroom and is directly looking at Comey nonstop. I don't know. Can neither confirm nor deny. Any other theories? I'm kind of curious to hear if you guys have anything else. Who's going to be in? Who's going to be out? Is Comey and Tadano going to be in the same classroom? Yeah, they confirmed that at the end. Yeah. Because she said, uh, like, uh, you know, here's to another year. Hmm. Also, you can't split those two up. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Like, they wouldn't. I think they would do that maybe in uh, their third year as like a drama technique. Could be. Also, third years are usually like, um, they specify like what your college courses are going to be. So a lot of kids get separated. Specific courses. Yeah. So it's not just like general, like math, science, English. It's kind of like, oh, I'm going into the sciences. Okay. We're going to give you more science and math classes, not a lot of English. Uh, cause you know, we, we understand what you're focusing on and other people can be, uh, the more general one. So they go into a different course. So could be just to let you guys know we are in the manga. We just arrived to third year. Wow. Like almost 400 chapters in. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Most rom coms so. don't even bother with third year because. <laughs> who the fuck cares they're gonna go to college what we care about is that second year yeah but remember Komi's uh Komi's real goal right in the the scheme of things 100 friends so still 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 got some work to do making that one hundy on a honey stack no cap am I right Avery <laughs> damn right for real for real <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna save that sound bit so every time I need someone to hype me up. Damn right. Uh, okay. Anything else for Komi-san or any of the other animes that we have talked about tonight? I want to ask if there was one character that they stopped showing. I'm sure they wouldn't, but what's one character you you wouldn't be able to go without in Komi-san? The side characters. My school man. Katai. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think Katai at this point. Um, I think that'd be unbelievably painful not just for me but also Tadano, uh, and himself <laughs> oh. okay i think yeah. Tadano would would find a way but i think Katai would be actually really yeah like sad about that because Tadano yeah. is like his one true friend so true he doesn't love. he doesn't really have anyone else uh per se well except for master but he's scared of master <laughs> um, i think it's najimi for me I, I think the quality quality of the anime goes a lot down the less i see najimi That'd doing kind of Najimi things. Yeah, if Najimi got separated. Yeah, that would be pretty weird. <laughs> Although, I do feel like Najimi was like the foot in the door for Komi to like give her the confidence and power to start making friends and putting herself out there. And we've seen like in this season, Najimi's becoming less and less present in the story. Maybe just coming in to do a funny joke here or there, but Najimi's not really pushing the story anymore, I feel like. Definitely not. Yeah, I mean that's kind of their character for a good while. Like with the uh, the studying episode. Like, all right, I'm going to bed. Yeah, it <laughs> just ejects ejects out of the story that way. I feel like Onimine is gonna be in a different class that's with or without her slow best friend. Oh, without the best friend, they are kind of like this package deal. I feel like so they're probably gonna both go because be together. Yeah, I feel like like second year is pretty much where things shake up and uh the less support 
Komi has, I think, overall the better for her in the long run. So if only Mine's gone too, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Not gone, like she's dead, but like... Yeah, she's next not, class over or whatever. <laughs> yeah, not immediately readily a present. I don't know if you guys were paying attention like too closely, but that little end scene when they were playing the ending song, uh, a lot of the characters you'll meet in year two uh, presented themselves, whether it be like behind their head or their ears per se, or just a side face. I even saw one character just straight up looking at Komi in that ending scene. So uh, it was very nice to see that little Easter egg of just showing off like all the new characters that she's going to have to deal with uh, next year. Uh, I saw something in a flash of a second, maybe in a single frame, someone who looked like a droopy bloodhound, but with human flesh, just like all wrinkly. It looked like a face. And I was like, is that a person? (laughs) I saw someone's like Buddha earlobes. That must be what I saw because I thought it was a face. But I think the shape of like the the droop could have been the the earlobe. That makes a lot more sense, but I <laughs> wasn't sure what I saw. Uh, okay, well, uh, with that, uh, we are all out of time for this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, thank you very much for watching, listening, uh, please like, comment, subscribe, share, do everything you can to help support the podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, like we said, next week will be the final, uh, votes for the spring season. And then that same episode, mega jam pack episode, we will preview, uh, the summer season, uh, with a new top 10 with a little twist this time. We're trying a little different format with this top 10. Uh, so when, uh, when we debuted it, let us know how you guys think, uh, if you guys think it was a good idea or not, uh, we're trying to roll with it all season. And I don't know if this will be the new format for forever, but, uh, we wanted to try it out to see, uh, if you guys like it or not, or even if we like it or not, to be perfectly honest. So, uh, try to change things up. Um, if you haven't seen it already, uh, the Comfy Shorts podcast, the Pokemon podcast that uh, myself and Lance uh, are doing. The first episode is already out, episode zero. Uh, we talk a little bit about uh, our history with uh, with Pokemon and uh, some fun questions uh, along with it to each other. So uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, the Comfy Shorts podcast, uh, please do. And uh, I think all the social media is up already as well. Uh, so you can start liking and following those accounts and then uh, yeah I think that's all I got any last words guys before we head out for tonight oh I just saw that Yamai's voiced by Christina Valenzuela she's an English voice actor she voices um, the oh gosh I forget I can't remember the name right now um Oh, she voices a lot of ones. Yeah, she voices a lot. Kilo, of, uh, Mio, oh, like, uh, Darkness. She's a big Morgana. name Vivi. <laughs> Anyways, I might just watch the dub just for her because she's one of my favorite voice actresses. <laughs> is what I'm trying to get at. Nice. You said she voiced a video game character that you like? Uh, oh god, I, I don't play it personally, but I, I do, I am a fan of her voice work for that game. It was a genie character. Oh, the Switch one? Where, uh... She uses her hair. God, I can't find him. Oh, Shantae? Shantae, yes. 
Like, oh, like she's the voice of Shantae. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Cause uh, yeah, just looking at some of her roles, uh, Velvet from Tales of Berseria. She's like one of the most popular tales, tales of characters to this date. Uh, even her, even the English cast from that uh, from that game was uh, was super rock solid. Yeah, she's been the voice of uh, Ray from Sailor Moon for um, I think forever now since it started in 1990. So yeah, yeah. Wow, good to know. I, I also assume you like her because of some of these pictures that I've. Oh, I also, yeah, she's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> that that's okay. pretty secondary compared to her voice work. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, on that note, from from one horny weep to another, <laughs> same uh-huh. weep time, same weep place. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Weasel caught that. <laughs> I don't think it what did a, either. What a surprise. Usually catches all your weird noises. It doesn't like loud noises. <laughs> yeah, see, like, it's just, Oh, it's yeah, there's expression to it, yeah. Yeah. Or, like, inhuman noises. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a human. Let's ignore that. Yeah. Yikes. Human dying, making noises, suffering. <laughs>